0: The following program is recorded content created by the truth network it's matt slick live matt is the founder and president of the christian apologetics research ministry found online at calm.org when you have questions about bible doctrines turn to matt slick live for answers taking your calls and responding to your questions at 877-207-2276 here's matt slick everybody welcome to the show it's me matt Slick. Listen to
1: Match Look Live. Today is October 30th, 2023. Tomorrow is Halloween. Tomorrow is also the day that Martin Luther uh, nailed the 95 Theses to the Wittenberg door and started the Reformation involuntarily. He didn't, wasn't trying to do anything like that and it just kind of exploded. So uh, if you want to give me a call, all you got to do is dial 8772072276. And today, because it's a Monday, I'm doing a half show today. I've got a doctorate work to do, and have to be online at, uh, in a half hour. So, if you want to give me a call, all you have to do is dial eight seven seven two zero seven two two seven six. And uh, so, I spent—I uh, did an update to my BIOS on my computer today, and I did some other work and research. And long story short, I got, uh, got Club Deck working so that I can get in there, and it seems to be working fine. It's a little buggy, but uh, still seems to be doing okay. And uh, I get a sneeze lingering. You know, I think I got allergies. I think, uh, I think, <laughs> I think I'm allergic to our cat. And uh, so I think that's what's going on there. But if you want to, like I said, you want to give me a call, all you got to do is dial eight seven seven two zero seven two two seven six. If you want, you can also dial, uh, or excuse me, email me at info at info at karm.org I want to hear from you. Give me a call. All right. Let's see. Uh, Oh, I like that. Look at that. Hey. Uh, There's a... uh, I just just saw this in my emails. There is uh, a um, ministry on Facebook. It's uh, Catholic Answers. But it's not from Catholicism. It's from Christians. And uh, someone's been putting in the different questions that Catholics can't answer. And I, I just put it in a request. Hey, you know, send me that thing. 306. Uh, and still so they did, it just sent it to me. Uh, I like it. I like it. So they'll go through that. A lot of good stuff. Praise God. And uh, like I said, if you want to email me, all you have to do is dial 8772072276. Look at these emails, uh, let's see. Um, Matt, personally, I don't see anything wrong with, oh, there's something else, okay, let's see, okay, listen to the show, yes, I understand your situation, yeah, okay, I can't, reach too long, I want to get into, so I'll have to get into that later, we do have a caller coming in, I think, and uh, like I said, half hour show today, because on Mondays, I have to do my doctorate work, uh, for as long as I hang in with it, and yeah. Uh, there's that look like at all this stuff we've got going on so one of the things we're working on is uh, short videos one minute videos and then videos where I can do on um, on articles now uh, because I know people listen and they, they help calm you know they do it in different ways someone sent me a, uh, a set of uh, it's a microphone set right here and it's really high quality and uh, has a base unit you can hook it up to a camera and or just on your desk and, I, and uh, a unit you put on your lapel or you can put a lapel microphone in it and I, I heard some microphones because I, I, I that would fit that, it and I tested it today and oh my goodness it works so well. I will be able to sit here at my desk and just use this advanced lapel system instead of hooking it up to, it to my computer and the reason is <laughs> Because I was doing some stuff and I just lapel microphone like, you know, 15, 20 bucks hooked up to my computer and I'm working there for 20 minutes editing. I go to stand up and rip the, <laughs> rip the cord out of the thing. No. So broke that head over another one. And then I'm yanking it time I get up. I go, like, oh. So uh, I got this thing set up and it's really good. All right. I'm going to thank those who are helping out and supporting. We really appreciate it. Whew. Man. How about this? Let's get to Kurt from Charlotte, North Carolina. Kurt, welcome. You are on the air. Hey, Matt. Kurt. Hey, hey uh, how are you
2: doing? I had a quick question. Doing good. Quick question in regards to the, um, the, um, the Hamas and the Israel war going on. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm seeing a lot of, I guess now, a lot of protests going on for Gaza. And I guess my thing is, you know, I'm— from my understanding, Hamas started this with sending over thousands of rockets. And unfortunately, yes. well, fortunately for Israel, they had an iron curtain that set up. So unfortunately, their rockets didn't really hit much. Now, is everyone mad because Israel retaliated?
1: Yes. And uh, Could this
2: be... It, so, okay, mm-hmm. go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: No, go ahead. Go ahead.
2: No, I was just stating that, I mean... It seems pretty crazy to me, and it's almost seeming like now the world is getting set for the crazy stage. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just.
1: It already I'm is. Put
2: it all together. I, I mean, am trying to put it all together because if someone attacked yeah. us, I mean, this, you know, I spoke with some individuals. I stated that, you know, when when we were attacked at Pearl Harbor, of course, there, you know, we received losses and such, and we retaliated with the nuclear bombs, of course, and that mm-hmm. killed hundreds of thousands of folks. Now, mm-hmm. with this situation going on, why is Israel seeming like the enemy and all they're doing is responding to thousands of rockets being sent into their <laughs> territory? Right. You know, it's mm-hmm. just crazy.
1: Yeah, they see if you're to, you know, people were to look. Well, let me address something else. The leftist wackos uh, who uh, think that Israel needs to be wiped off the face of the earth. Israel has a right to defend itself. Uh, The the British are the ones who occupied the land beforehand in May 14, 1948. uh, They ceded it over to the Israelis and they became a nation. So the the area was given by God to Abraham well before Mahab and the the Muslims came along. Hamas is uh, is an Islamic militant uh, terrorist group and they have repeatedly sent rockets into Israel and they've just been a thorn in the side of Israel constantly so they came in in October of course and they killed uh, thousands of people took hundreds of hostages, uh, killed children, pregnant women. It's a, a terrorist group and so uh, if I were the president of Israel I'd be doing the exact same thing I'd say go clean them out. Fix it so they'll never do this again that's what it is. So why are the leftists uh, you know, complaining about Israel? Well, because they're leftists, Left, leftism is a is a mental disorder, and it needs to be in that psychological thing. It is. It, it is a mental disorder. It's socialistic, communist, atheistic brainwashing, and they couldn't think the way to have a white paper bag. It's one of the reasons I enjoy watching uh, you know clips of Ben Shapiro and Candace Owens and. Uh, other guys, I forget their names, they just clean house on these leftists. They use logic, they use information, they use facts. But you see what's happened is that the indoctrination in our culture, but through the schools, the uh, conservatives are are asleep at the wheel because they're allowing the leftists to take control of the indoctrination, and turning them into indoctr- indoctrination camps, the, uh, the schools and universities, which uh, are just t- putting out uh, leftist uh, crap thought, and uh, it's going to divide our country, it's going to help destroy our country. So anyway... Uh, yeah, Israel has the right and the obligation to go in and make sure it doesn't happen again so it can protect its own citizenry. And that's what needs to happen. And the Muslims, it's, it's, Islam is a militant, it's a, it's a very bad religion. It's a religion of death. It teaches killing and it yeah. teaches destruction. Yeah, it's a bad religion.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just want to touch bases with you, man. I, and I, I'm hearing it all over the media now. So I said, let me call in a max nice flick and just talk briefly as far as... Letting individuals know who don't know the exact story as far as what's going on that Israel was attacked first yep. and they retaliated. And now everyone's that's in an exactly uproar right. because they're retaliating. But no, it sounds like the stage is being set for Re- revelation, honestly. They said all eyes are going to be set on yeah. Israel. It looks like that's what's going on.
1: Yeah, I don't know if this is going to be it, but you never know. Uh, uh, you know, a single match could set a forest on fire. But the thing is, uh, they have the right to defend themselves and it just blows me away that the stupidity of the left and I do, I believe the, basically the Democrats, the Democratic Party and most of the Republican Party are uh, are imbeciles who don't hold to the Constitution and don't don't uh, uphold it at all and that they want a different kind of a system right. and I, I believe this, this is my opinion you know, there are some good people in the groups but at any rate uh, with the leftist indoctrination as occurring in our media the left has gone through and successfully taken over the uh, indoctrination procedures of the schools and the media and, uh, and the news. Yeah. And so it's extremely hard to to uh, get this back. In fact, if you were to go to CARM and look up the 45 uh, goals of the Communist Party, that was released in 1963, I believe it was, But the Communist Party, Uh, you'll see that I think almost all of them are in place here in America now. It's how to destroy America. It's exactly what's happening. But any rate, all this is the bedrock and the and the fertilizer for the leftist view of Israel shouldn't exist and Israel doesn't have the right to defend itself. Israel is the oppressor. No, it's not the case. Uh, The 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 Muslims have repeatedly attacked the Israelis. Repeatedly done it. In fact, when I was in Israel uh, five or seven years ago. We were up in the northern part of Israel, and we got word back later that day that a rocket had gone over our heads from Lebanon into uh, into Israel. You know, so uh, it, it's yeah, and it's, it's ridiculous. You know, so um, it really is on guard all the time, surrounded by its enemies. So they have the right to go back to destroy Hamas. I think they should because Hamas is a murderous uh, Islamic uh, militant movement, and uh, the fact that the left yes. does not demonstrate that uh, just shows how bad off our country is
2: okay <laughs> you're right about that matt all well, right i gotta head back into work but I thank you so much for the convo matt
1: all right man god bless buddy all right god bless buddy. okay all right um well, good we did good now we gotta if you get drew activated so that i can uh Oh, I need to figure out how, to, how do I activate? Wait, I get over here. It's been a while. There we go. Okay, now it should be working in Clubhouse or Club Deck. It just took a while for me to figure it out. So, Drew, let's see. Is Drew on? Hey, Drew, welcome. You're on the air.
3: Yes, Matt. How are you doing, brother?
1: Doing all right, man. Hanging in there, buddy. What do you got?
3: Hey, I actually have a... Uh, it's worked out really, really perfect. The last guy that called in, so my, my question's about... Um, also, the conflict over in Israel with Hamas, but specifically, I've been reading through Ezekiel. Um, it's such such an amazing book. Um, but specifically, the prophecy in Ezekiel thirty-eight, and I just want to—I just have a question about how that like relates and who Gog is referring to, and then the different you know lands and countries, and then specifically, there's one there's a prophecy around like verse ten, I believe it is, that talks about like unwalled villages and how they're going to come in. I mean, it literally describes, like, exactly what Hamas did. Uh, I'm just curious what your thoughts are on all that.
1: Yes, people are uh, really concerned and um, about what's happening in the Middle East. And, uh, you know, I, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm no politician. I don't know all this stuff. But I'm not really concerned. I, I, I am, but I'm not. I think Israel's going to simply go in there, clean out Hamas, and then, and that's it. It's done. And anybody else who wants to attack them, Israel's going to come back hard. One of the reasons I think Israel is doing this is to send a message to everybody else. You do this, that's what's going to happen. So I think that's what's going on. Is it a fulfillment of the prophecies about Magog, Magog coming down and taking a spoil out of Israel? I don't believe so. And one of the reasons I think it's not yet is because it's supposed to take a spoil out of Israel. And, it, and there's different theories about it: Russia and/or China coming in, uh, marching along the dried-up Euphrates River to come into Israel. That's not yet happened. And there's something else about the uh, Sea of, of the Dead Sea. I'll talk about when we get back from the break. And I think that has to be in place first. I'll talk about that. And we'll be right back after these messages. Hey, we have three open lines. If you want to give me a call, eight seven seven two zero seven two two seven six. We'll be right back.
0: It's Matt Slick Live. Taking your calls at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. Everybody, welcome back to the show. Just to give you a reminder, on Mondays I have to do
1: my doctorate work, and so I'm only going to do a half-hour show today, which means at the bottom of the hour and ten minutes i got to go. All right, let's get back on with Drew as soon as the guy puts it back on so I can activate him and get him on there because it takes a bit. We have this new system. All right, Drew, welcome. You're on the air, buddy. All right, you still there?
3: Yes,
1: sir. I know that. Yes, sir. Still here. All right. So we had a break there, but one other factor that is uh, something to consider is the Dead Sea is so rich in minerals that uh, I've, I've heard that there's trillions of dollars of, of value in the water suspended once they find a way to extract the water out to a procedure. Whatever it is, the technology increases. Uh, Israel will become the, the richest nation in the world. So that's one of the theories. Oh, wow. uh, but, but they don't have the technology right now. So I've heard this. I don't know how accurate it is, though. Well, it, let's just say that it's true. Let's say Israel develops a methodology to do that. Uh, then, um, could it be that at that point the nations are coveting what they have, trying to try come in and take uh, take what they have, and that's when Israel destroys them all. So that's what it, cause it says, you know, in Ezekiel 38. You know, to, they come down to, uh, to captures and seize plunder to turn you, your hand again, to waste. And, and uh, so we don't know who or what it is. Uh, Son of man, say to Gog, Thus says the Lord God, on the day that my people from Israel are living securely, will you not know it? And uh, you'll turn up your place. And now, you say,
3: Matt, is it, is yeah. it accurate to, re- to say that Gog is is referring to the Antichrist, that that's the Antichrist leader that's going to rise up and lead his horde down into the land to, to take I it and know. then present himself in the Holy of Holies.
1: don't know. I don't know. I've heard Gog yeah. is an ancient uh, short-form word for Magog Moscow, and that there's a relationship of that, but I have no idea. Uh, it's just there's so many theories running around, but it does talk about yeah, it, people coming from the north and then a 200 million man army up out of the uh, dried up Euphrates River. So yep.
3: sounds a lot like what what happens in Revelation, right? Yes. When the Lord, with the breath of His mouth, takes them all out.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, and so you see, there's a, a lot of stuff there, and I've just not studied it yep. that much. But uh, it says that uh, released the four angels who were bound to the great river Euphrates, and that's in Revelation nine. And um, mm-hmm. let's see what else it says. Uh, yeah, and the sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great river the Euphrates and its water was dried up so that the way would be prepared for the kings from the east that's Revelation sixteen twelve, and uh, mm. then it talks about for real <laughs> it really gets me uh, then it says uh, and I saw coming out of the mouth of the dragon etc. those gathered together for Armageddon so this is what I think is going to happen but there's also needs to be the temple needs to be rebuilt, and it's not rebuilt yet. So I don't think this is why I don't think that the Hamas thing going on now is it. But it, we're inching closer. Okay, that's just my opinion. So, yes, but I'm no expert in this.
3: Okay, right, well, you. Yeah, no. I mean, it was helpful. It's helpful to know, and I, I just wanted to call in and get your thoughts. So, really appreciate it, Matt.
1: Hey, no problem, man. God bless, buddy. Uh, God
3: bless you, brother. All yes, right. sir. Bye, bye.
1: All right. Let's get to Rachel from Utah. Rachel, welcome. You're on the air.
4: Thanks, Matthew, for my call. Um, just a question. I've it and I've read it so many times, but I don't understand the story with Sarah and Abraham.
1: It's a bad connection. So it's.
4: Oh, let me try uh, this better. Let me try it. Let me yeah. Oh shoot. Okay. All right. Hello.
1: Is that better? Yes, it is. Much better. Okay, go ahead.
4: Okay. Sorry about that. So anyway, there's, um, so Abraham and Sarah, and they're going to Egypt, and the Egyptians see Sarah, and she's beautiful, and they say, okay, we want your, I'm going to just pretend you're my sister, and so they don't kill me, and then, um, so then she, you know, and then he gives them, she gives, they give Sarah to the Egyptians for, I don't know, a Lot if, if Abraham gives him all those goods, or... Or the Egyptians give him goods for Sarah, or something like that. Just never made sense to me that story. I and mean, then there's an allegory, or I just don't understand why that needed to happen.
1: Why? What, what about why he could just call on God's
4: protection, or you know, Why did that happen? I just don't understand why that why that scenario happened. <laughs> well, well, be, it doesn't make any sense to my brain. Yeah.
1: Well, it's just a a record of sin. There's lots of things in the Old Testament that. Re- are recording uh-huh. uh, events of people doing bad things. David and Bathsheba. Why did that have to happen? Because he sinned. Uh, and I why see. did Abraham so do this? He sinned. You know, he 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 wasn't perfect, and he made a right. mistake. You yeah. and then the plague came down on Pharaoh's house because of this. That you're with another man's wife, and then he, when he found out, you know, <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, and everything went was better let's just say i'm skipping stuff and it went better after that so that's all right. is abraham blew it he just he
4: blew oh, it. I see. okay but but why would why wouldn't he why was there not a choice to have him be his wife what was the laws i guess i'm asking if the egyptians that if the man's married that you could take their wife and kill the husband like why was that allowed and not kill the brother and take the sister like i don't understand
1: no, I don't know if that's the case uh, You know, just because oh, I- they were pagan it doesn't mean that they had incredibly bad rules everywhere all the time so there were uh-huh. different cultures with different rules some cultures uh-huh. I know that women are wives are given to visitors because that's what you do in that culture for the night in oh, yeah. other cultures you don't even go near another man's uh, wife without permission there's, there's uh, all kinds of varieties all over and so in, uh-huh. in Egypt, uh, marriage was you know, was important and you didn't go around doing stuff. And so when in Pharaoh's house, this was going on inadvertently and the plagues and the problems came in, uh-huh. it's like take care of it and that's all it was.
4: I see. So just to clarify, and I really appreciate your time. So sure. it was possibly the culture that if, I'm just, I guess this is a little piece of my getting, If a man is married to his wife, perhaps the culture was that you could take the wife and kill the husband then no afraid that's murder
1: of that's murder
4: but but he was afraid they were going to kill him
1: yes because she was so good looking apparently and he didn't know their culture didn't know what was going on so he he blew it
4: he flat out well, we blew it he just pretend he didn't know their culture why I wonder why he was afraid they were going to kill him then
1: because she was so good, good looking apparently and they liked Someone. her so, <laughs> so
4: they would kill for but, her
1: yeah, and apparently. Like
4: seventies, because he was seventy-five. So this girl is like, I mean, she must have been in her seventies, right, or something, and still so beautiful, so fair, huh? Well,
1: I, don't know the de- yeah, I don't know the details, okay. but he was afraid, and he made a mistake. He, he really blew
4: it. I see. In his fear, he did something kind of irrational, as people often do when they're fearful. That's right. I see.
1: That's right.
4: Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay. Okay. okay you're welcome. All right, bye. God bless.
1: Okay, bye. All right, let's get to uh, Shabu. Uh, welcome, Shabu. You're on the air. Are you
5: there? Hey, why we should pray for Israel? They are not Christians. They are not following Christ. So why they should pray for them?
1: Because God's not done with them yet. If you go to... Roman, we got to, we're out of time here and i got to go for the day be back on tomorrow but read Romans 11, 25, 26 Romans 11, 25, 26 God's not done with Israel, we need to pray for him okay, we're out of time hey folks, uh, got to do some doctorate work on Mondays and that's why it's a short show today we'll be back on the air tomorrow, God bless talk to you then
0: Matt Slick live taking your calls at 877 207 2276. Here's Matt Slick. All right, everyone, welcome back
1: to the show. Looks like uh, the powers uh, that be at um, YouTube uh, stopped the podcast here from going out on a regular Matt Slick live YouTube because of medical misinformation. We've probably talked about COVID how I doubt its efficacy in the vaccines and there's problems and things like that. Not allowed to have opinions, folks. Not allowed to have opinions. Make uh, 1984, fiction again, please. Let's get to Gabriel on uh, from Maryland. Okay, Gabriel, you still there?
6: Yep, still here.
1: Okay, so what was your question? What was it?
6: So the difference between predestination and determinism.
1: Determinism means determinism means you don't have any will or any issues that you it's just basically you're a puppet. And predestination means that God's will is accomplished but you're not a puppet. Okay, basically.
6: Yeah. So when somebody says it had to happen such and such a way for me to come to faith in Christ, they even though it might make them feel good to think that way, that's not necessarily true.
1: Well, maybe, maybe not, because God has his way of ordaining things. All things work after the counsel of his will, whether it's going up to front of a church to receive Christ, and the Holy Spirit comes upon you, or uh, you read a Bible verse, and out of the Bible, and you throw the Bible away, and the verse works on you and gets you saved in two or three days. Uh, God ordains the, the means as well as the ends. So... Uh, people are saved in different ways, but it, uh, God, uh, He, you know, He's the one who opens our heart to understand the Scripture. Luke twenty four forty five. He grants that we believe. Philippians one twenty nine, and uh, grants us repentance. Second Timothy two twenty five. So these things are right there, and uh, but yet, yet at the same time, God draws us. John six forty four, and we can't come to Christ unless it's granted by the Father. John six sixty five. So it all works out together, but uh, yeah, that helps
6: but there's no necessary chain of causation that drives you to the Lord like he can step in any time
1: of course, there is. Time of course there is will. Of, no of course there is yeah. there's always a cause of, of, of uh, there's always a causation a chain of causes no event occurs without a connection to a prior event everything this is logic that all things that well, occur were caused to occur. So, if God opens your heart, it's because God caused your heart to open. If if someone preaches the gospel, it's because of the the uh, previous uh, chain of events uh, brought that uh, to bear. Okay.
6: I would argue then that I mean, I don't know if this applies or not, but with quantum physics you have the possibility of something being in two states at the same time, and it's not until it's observed that it takes a final state yeah. that it's not made manifest.
1: So the causation well, the, that, but the, the, could be The multiple. causation is there. No, no, no.
6: Right, everything it's not one that, definite cause.
1: Well, no, no, no. It doesn't say they're one definite cause. It's like when you watch airplane crashes. I watch a series of those. I just think they're interesting. They're like detective work. And rarely is it one cause. But in quantum physics, you can't say that things happen for no reason. That's just simply illogical. Things happen for a reason. They just don't know all the reasons yet. So you can have states of occurrence that seem to come out of nowhere, but it can't be that nothing is what preceded. It just means they don't know what is the precession yet. That's all. This is logically necessary, okay? Otherwise, if there are no reasons for events, then we can't trust reality to be consistent because it would mean then that uh, a pink elephant with wings could pop into existence because there's no causation and necessity of the cause and the effect. And so that, that would mean then we can't trust the material world or the spiritual world or the world of logic and universals. Okay? Right. Yeah. So, at the same time, God is sovereign over all causes, and we are not slaves to the causes because our spirits made in the image of God possess uh, the freedom that we have. But our freedom is not independent of our context or God's uh, guiding hand, and yet we're still free at the same time. This is good biblical theology. Most people don't accept it, though. Or a lot of people don't accept it, but that is good biblical theology. Okay. Okay.
6: Well, thank you
1: very much. You're welcome very much. Okay. All right. Well, God bless. All right. That was Gabriel from Maryland. And now let's get to Nelson from Bakersfield. Nelson, welcome. You're on the air. God bless, Matt. Uh, Happy New Year. You too, man. God bless. God bless. Yeah. So what's first up? and foremost,
7: I wanted to just praise, first and foremost, I wanted to praise God for your show, for what God is doing in your life, because by tuning in, and you got me digging into the Word of God even more so over the years, and coming to find out, not knowing, by digging into the Word of God, like, wow, I'm reformed. And um, <laughs> that just. <laughs> they just, you know, it like I was like, no, 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 wait a minute, and just there's no way around no, it. I'm no. just like,
1: no. <laughs> Yep. And then but, uh, once, so my, once you give yeah, yourself so over the dark side, it's, well, once you give yourself over <laughs> the dark side, it's a lot easier. Life just makes it just easier. So, so there you go. And
7: so, um, <laughs> amen. So my question is, in, um what well, your questions with this uh, verse, verse 22 of First Corinthians 16, if you want to bring that up. Please.
1: If anyone does not love the Lord, he is he is to be accursed. Yep. Uh huh.
7: That yeah. um is I mean I was just as I was looking it up. Can you um just give me an explanation of what Paul was saying there? I mean, actually, oh, I sure. I to get if more.
1: you don't love the Lord, then you're going to be cursed. <laughs> That's what it means.
7: And and so um. So, now, the follow-up question with that is, I'm the only one in my family that is saved. Um, okay. And in that verse right there, technically, they're cursed because they have not came to the
1: Lord. Yes, that, that's right. Exactly correct. And um, uh-huh.
7: and so, I mean, my prayer is basically that, that the Father may draw them to Christ, as it says in John uh, 6, 36 and 37. And so... Yeah. So yeah, right. so uh, um, yeah, that was just my question about that. Um, uh, so again, thank you for for your show, and I continue praying for you, my brother.
1: Well, you're welcome, man. And um, you know, sometimes reading uh, the verses, if anyone does not love the Lord, he's to be he you know he is to be anathema, cursed, separated. And yeah, that is the case. Um, I have family members and they are under the curse of God right now. And all who die without Christ are under that judgment. And and what God often does is put one believer in a family to be that light, to be that witness. And so uh, that's your job, one of your jobs of course, Mm -hmm. is to be a loving witness to your family be praying for them, interceding for them. Is, and uh, speaking to the Lord on their behalf and asking God to save them and open up their hearts and their minds and be merciful to them just as he was with you so that they might escape Amen. the present curse that they're under and find salvation that's your job that's what you got to do Amen. Okay? Thank
7: you, Amen Thank you,
1: brother You're, right. You're welcome, brother It's what it is yeah. I It will doesn't thank mean very it's going much. to happen but that's what it is When we pray like that yeah. Sometimes okay. for many years, okay,
0: all right, and
1: all right, brother. Real quick, oh, go uh, ahead. Before,
0: sure.
7: Um, it's all right. I was asked this question because many believers um, has. I mean, and I even used to pray like this, but like when someone dies and they have they never received Christ, uh, they you know they and I've done it before in the past, but then more in the scriptures. Uh, should we pray? that God may have mercy upon that person even though they're in hell?
1: No. It's pointed under the di- yeah, time once, then judgment. Hebrews 9.27. So that's it. Once they're dead, you don't waste your time on praying for it. them.
7: Yeah. Yeah, the mercy that we get now is now from God. Mm-hmm. Right. That's right. Okay. That's right. All right.
1: And it's okay. a hard thing. Well, Catholics much, would then. disagree. Catholics would disagree, but that's because they don't trust scripture in that area. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
7: Okay. All right, Matt. Well, thank you very much.
1: You're welcome very much. All right. Now, we're gonna to get to Jose in a minute, but we've got to break just any second here. And for those who aren't sure if they're really trusting in the Lord, God grants that you have faith. Philippians one twenty nine. Read Matthew seven, seven through eleven. God doesn't he never fakes you out. If you ask for a fish, he won't give you a snake. He gives you what you ask. And if you ask of him, he will give it to you and your trust in him. Let's get to Oh, Jose. And there's the music. I was just a little bit off of my time. All right, Jose, hold on, we'll be right back. And we have four open lines, eight seven, seven, two zero, seven two two seven six. We'll be right back.
0: Slick Live, taking your calls at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. Hey
1: everybody, welcome back to the show. We have three open lines, 877-207-2276. Let's get on the air with uh, Jose from Los Angeles. Welcome buddy, you're on. Hello, hello, Jose, are you there? We'll give another few seconds here, and if not, we'll go to Tommy from Utah. So I don't hear anything. All right, let's go to Tommy from Utah. Tommy, welcome. You're on the air.
5: Hello, Tommy. Matt. How you doing?
1: Doing all right. Can I you hear me, there, man? What do you got, buddy? Yeah, here you fine.
5: Uh, well, I uh, my my qu- it's not really a question. I just want to discuss uh, Jeremiah one five because. Uh, a few mm-hmm. weeks ago, I was witnessing to a uh, Mormon, and uh, mm-hmm. first off, he says, well, you know, we're Christians too, and I didn't flat out disagree with him, but I tried to show him where he was wrong. Uh, mm-hmm. showed him that, you know, Christ is mm-hmm. and always was God from the inception.
0: That mm-hmm.
5: He is the Alpha and Omega, and he's the only one ever, and he's the only one that has ever been uh, that had a pre-existence before walking the earth, mm-hmm. he refuted mm-hmm. it with that. and uh,
1: Refuted it with what? And
5: I'm re- I am guess I'm really annoyed that I just didn't flat out tell him, no, you're wrong. And uh, so that, that's really the whole context of why I want to talk to you about this. But, so you want to I know mean, about I mean, I know what you mean. N- n- n-
1: so well, it's the issue of Jeremiah 1.5, right?
5: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so before you were in the womb, I knew you. And Mormons uh, ripped it out of context and say that it means to had pre-existence. Oh yeah. Yeah. To be known yeah, by God I, means I to be. I understood that. Okay. To be known by God means to be saved. That it's in a saving relationship. Jesus says in Matthew 7, 22, 23, You know, he talks about many who they say they do good works, but Jesus says, "Get away from me! I never knew you." And Galatians 4.9, yeah. you, you did not know God, you serve by nature those which are not God's. But now that you've come to know God, or rather are known by him. In, uh, oh, I John, love that verse. In John 10, 28, my sheep hear my voice, I know them, and I give eternal life to them. So the phraseology is, is a theologically precise, or it's a it's theologically significant, I should say, phrase. To be known by God means it's a saving thing, and this is a, a doctrine for predestination election in Gen- Jeremiah one five, not preexistence. Furthermore, if you go to 1 Corinthians 15 46, it says the spiritual is not first, but the natural, then the spiritual. So, okay. Right.
5: Yeah, yeah, like I say, I, I understood all that, but I've really, it's been bugging me for like three weeks why I didn't refute it the way I should have, and I just felt like I dropped the ball doing this. Okay. That's my, I I witnessed everyone every day, everywhere I go. So I just have felt like I literally just dropped the ball. for Yeah.
1: Well, okay, then uh, in that case, welcome to the club. Okay.
5: (laughs) But I also know that I did say things. Here's the thing. When I witness the people, I I always walk away going, wow, I should have said this, I should have said that, but I know better because I know God's had me say exactly what he wanted me to say to them at the time that they could take what I could give them. And so yeah. the only thing I really can fall back on at this point is that.
1: Yes, is Did I lose you? Only thing I I fall back on.
5: Mm-hmm. What's that?
1: No, you, you. We lost you. The only thing to fall back on is, and then it went blank. Oh, we didn't hear you.
5: Oh, oh, sorry. I, I'm. I drive for a living, and so my signal isn't great. Um, okay. So I, I, uh, I hit him with the. The only thing that really made him question anything I said, which I know was what I was supposed to tell him, is that in Galatians five four, essentially it says if you add any work. To the grace of God, mm-hmm. you're not saved, right? And that did stump him.
1: Well, good, yeah. Because all false religions teach that you and your goodness are somehow able to merit uh, forgiveness and uh, stuff with God. All false religions teach that. They don't. Re- that's because they have a false view of God, because they think that the God that they believe in is such that He lowers His standard and it's up to our goodness to make the difference up. And that's just a, a, a false god. The true God is infinite, and there is no possible way that we could ever uh, add anything. And so He does everything. That's why Jesus, is God in flesh, second person of the Trinity. And that's you know that's just it. That's biblical theology. And people uh, who reject that will go to hell. And those who affirm it uh, do so because they're regenerate and they're saved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well.
5: Anyway, I just uh, I just wanted to. Yeah, I'm glad that you. Gave me those other uh, scriptures. When I get home, I'll have to go back to the uh, uh, website and write those down and look and do some more study on those. But still, like I say, sure. I knew that whatever he was referencing was totally uh, erroneous and not and t- ripped so far out of context that. And here's to me. Yeah. This is the this is what I see in that verse. Is that he is making his God so much smaller than God truly is because that comes oh, yeah. back so, to the whole yeah. point of,
1: of, of our predestination. Mhm. That's what cults do. Mormons, Jehovah's Witnesses, Christian Science. Everybody redefines God, and usually it's after some form of their own image. And that's what happens. Uh, so in Mormonism, God's an exalted man from another planet. In Jehovah's Witnesses, yes. uh, God is a single uh, person, and Jesus is a created thing, and that you cooperate with God in order to maintain your... Your forgiveness of sins and then in islam the same thing the same thing as Jehovah's witnesses uh i actually t- told some uh some muslims um that i said your god is the same one as the jehovah's witnesses and the uh, Chrysadelphians. and they <laughs> they didn't know what to say about that because yeah you think your god's so unique he's not he's just like the j dubs and the anyway so uh yeah whenever you have a false god you're going to have a false uh christ uh and um and false gospel. And people are going to be damned because they've rejected the true and living God and replaced him with something false made in the image of corruptible man. Hence Mormonism. Perfect example. God's an exalted man for another planet. They, they exchange the glory of God for the image of corruptible man. That's exactly what Mormonism does. Now, I hope all the Mormons in Salt Lake City are listening to this and you realize The judgment of God is upon you right now. If you believe that God is an exalted man and you become a god, you are under the condemnation of God because you have violated scripture and you have adopted idolatry because what the Bible says is that you are not to serve any false gods. And what it says in... um, Romans 1, and 23, professing to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the incorruptible uh, God for the image in the form of corruptible man. It's exactly what Mormonism does. Anyway, they need to repent of the false God of Mormonism. All right, Tommy. We got other people waiting, so all right, buddy. Thanks Appreciate a lot.
5: Appreciate all you do. God bless you, sir.
1: God bless you, too. All right. Let's get to Gary from Utah. Gary, welcome. You're on the air.
8: Hey, Matt. It's me again. How are you?
1: <laughs> uh, doing all right. Hanging in there. So what do you got?
8: All right. I know, you know I've called you a few times before. Uh, and, yeah, I'm in Utah, but I don't I don't connect with those other people that are more of I'm born again Christian, of course. All right. In the last few minutes we got here, if I'm watching the time as well, I was going to ask you um, – well, I run into some of these people on YouTubers, you know, you know, you gotta be careful who you listen to. They're supposed to be preaching the word of God. And I listen to some of these, and some of these people are saying that they don't believe that, you know, once you get saved and you, you know, your nature, old nature changes, you become a new uh, creature. They don't believe that we still fight our old, filthy nature every day. And that's why we need Christ to continue to fight that. How do you deal with those people when they think, oh, no, I don't have an old nature, a filthy nature anymore. I'm, I don't sin anymore, that kind of stuff. That's what I'm yeah.
1: saying. So I, 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 when people say they don't sin anymore, I say, okay, let me ask you some questions, if, if that's okay. okay. Okay, no problem. Is Jesus the standard of perfection in keeping the law? Yes. <clears throat> are you keeping the law on the same level as Jesus? <clears throat> those are my questions. I've had a few of them say, That's cool. I've had a few say yes I say okay so you said yes so you you are keeping the law on the same level as God in flesh who not only did what was right but thought what was right and in the intention of his heart perfectly he did what was right and you're saying you do the same thing as Jesus Mm -hmm. if they say that they're arrogant and they're foolish they're prideful if they say no well then Mm -hmm. you're not sinless are you so either way, right. they lose, either way they lose, okay?
8: Right, right. So that's definitely a false, a false gospel, because those are some of the same people like, well, not necessarily those people, but I've also dealt with other people who, when we deal with atheists, uh, or others who say, I'll tell them a Bible prophecy, right, that uh, God said this is going to happen, and all of a sudden it happened, and it was predicted 2,500 years ago. And then these arrogant people would say, well, I could have told you that, and I'd say, well, actually, no, you couldn't have, because without knowledge, which God gives you that knowledge, and God says his ways and his thoughts are higher than ours, so without mm-hmm. God giving you that knowledge, there's no way you're going to know that, because you're not on the same level as God. It's hilarious. These right. people crack me up.
1: Yeah, it's a form of arrogance. Yeah, I've actually met people, mm-hmm. and uh, you yeah, know, I I don't sin anymore. I haven't sinned for years. <laughs>
3: yeah, how, yes,
1: exactly. How stupid can you be? You know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and so yeah, it, it's pretty bad. It, it's it's pretty bad. I know. I've I've met people like that, and their arrogance. Oh man it's just incredible so you keep the law you you love god and love your neighbor on the same level as god in flesh with holy perfection right in every instance and every thought and every intention of your heart right what are they going to say if they say yes you say look i need to know where you are because i don't want to get zapped by the lightning bolt that comes out of heaven when you boast equality with jesus oh my goodness yeah
8: and one last thing, because I know your time's getting short. I would love to see another debate come out with you, but I'd love to see you debate one of these people that are hardcore Catholic that think that the Catholic that the Bible came from, you know, from from Catholicism or that Christ Catholicism came from Christ. And I was like, no, we have a Jewish Bible. He's a Jewish carpenter. He's the King of Kings. You know, I would love to see that debate.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's, I need to do some more stuff with Catholicism. I'm going to be very busy this year. I'm, I'm, there's, uh, I'm supposed to go to Israel in about five or six weeks. And then about wow. four or five weeks after that, I'm going to Japan. And then uh, there's a possibility okay. of going to uh, to England and or Scotland. That's actually in the works. It's oh, in very, goodness. very early stages. i got to go to Southern California. And uh, oh, I okay. may be there for a week. Um, so... And I do that in late July, and I get to meet people. Already, people want me to to uh, to do stuff with them. You know, can our church come to this? Do this or we'll do videos?
8: You're all so, planned out ahead of time for so almost the whole year, or at least a good portion.
1: Yeah, a good portion of it. And then my wife has the rest of it, the honey-do list. So you know, I've got to put it in the schedule.
8: <laughs> Well, I pray for your safety on those things, and uh, yeah, just keep up the good fight. You know, they always say fight the good fight. So, um, I don't know what you have going on, but you probably have a lot of things going on. Too many things to mention, not enough time.
1: Yeah, it's like my saying, so much heresy, so little time, and I have too much to do. And <laughs> now that I'm sixty-six, the fact is I'm I'm slowing down, and I hate to admit it, but it's just a fact. I don't have that ability to concentrate like I used to, and and the energy level isn't as much. So I have to push through a lot of stuff to continue to work, even at 66. I hope to keep doing it well, for like you, years. We'll see. All right, buddy, there's the music. Got to go. <laughs> All right, Gary. Okay.
0: Another program powered by the Truth Network.